From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Press Cast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast podcast about high school football here in the Brazos Valley. I'm Alex Miller from the Eagle, joined always by the Eagles high school sports reporter, Jake Weiss. Jake, getting into week four. What's going on, my man? Doing good, man. We're getting closer and closer to district. About to get real intense around here. (laughs) Indeed it is, but we're wrapping up non-district play here around some parts of town. And uh, later in the show... First time ever, we're going to have a coach in studio, Rudder head coach Eric Izar, going to join us to talk all things Rangers football. Excited for that one. You know, Jake, last week uh, there were some big wins for some local teams and uh, a tough loss for, for one of them, and we'll start with, we'll start with them. Uh, Anum Consolidated, they were up to number three in the 5A Division One rankings, had a pretty good Lufkin team coming to town, and the Panthers won thirty-one to fourteen. What what what'd you really see in that one? Yeah, um, I hate to just kind of make parallels to AM App State. Uh, I know that's kind of a sour note for a lot of people around here, but uh, <laughs> you know, I kind of saw a little bit of similar things in just that Lufkin really just kind of ran the ball when it, whenever they wanted to. Um, you know, they had big long runs. They could run just you know pick up kind of. I had a coach a couple weeks ago call it ugly yards. I uh, thought that was kind of funny, you know, those short two, three yards pickups. Um, so, yeah, Lufkin, I mean, they just ran the ball whenever they wanted to against the console. And, uh, and Coach Fedora even said afterwards, too, hey, that's something we got to work on is, you know, hitting the gap, stopping the run game. Um, so he even acknowledged, too, like, hey, they ran all over us. We, we got to work on that uh, this week with the bye week. And then on offense, um, just some mistakes. Um, threw a pick six, uh, consolidated, and then, had some trouble with the uh, offensive line, just kind of pushing the defensive line back. A uh, couple sacks there. I don't exactly have the number with me, but, uh, you know, uh, quarterback Will Hargett, he got sacked a couple times. I want to say at least three times. Uh, so, yeah, just kind of had some trouble getting some rhythm on offense themselves, and then Lufkin just kind of ran all over the defensive side. Yeah, you know, this one kind of surprised me. I mean, Lufkin's a team that historically very, very good. They've had a couple of down years lately. Uh, which is pretty uncharacteristic of Lufkin. So, you know, not too surprising to see them back maybe on the rise. But, you know, Consol, especially with how good that defensive line is and how, how talented they are up front, you know, pretty impressive on Lufkin's end to be able to run for 263 yards on that defense. I mean, that that's that's not something somebody can do every week against that Consol front four. Yeah, no, I mean, they, I was real impressed with their run game. Well... You know, moving along, uh, Brian, they beat Brenham in a just total shootout, uh, 55-42. Hey, how about Tyson Turner? I mean, he had himself a game. Four catches, 146 yards, three touchdowns, uh, 48-yard kickoff return uh, on an onside kick to put the game on ice. Uh, you know, Brenham, Brenham quarterback Rylan Wooten, he, he was our player of the week, uh, not this week, but the week before, had a big game. Yeah, uh, he threw for 350 yards, five total touchdowns, rushed for over 100. I mean, if you liked points, this was a good game to be at. <laughs> <laughs> Busy box score, though. Yeah. You never had to write up that box score. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. No, yeah. And then uh, plus two, shout out to Tyson. Uh, I think, you know, he had his big game. And then uh, I think 
the next day he went and took a visit to Texas Tech. Uh, mm -hmm. and that was the game they beat Houston, I want to say, and rushed the field. Is that right? Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd about to say he had a pretty, but he had a pretty banner weekend. Uh, <laughs> awesome game on Friday, and then got to go watch an awesome game on Saturday. For sure. And then uh, you know the last one, Alex. I know you were at this one, a big game, College Station beat Temple, forty-five thirty-one. Uh, you know, I think after that first week, you know, against uh, Lovejoy. Lovejoy, yeah. You know, uh, people were kind of wondering where College Station was going to go. I think they got right back on track in this one. Uh, what did you see from the Cougars in this one? Yeah, you know, any maybe any questions that people or concerns people were really having on offense for the Cougars, they've they've been answered pretty well the last two weeks. You know, putting up 52 against Nolan Catholic, 45 against a really good Temple team. I mean, at quarterback in particular, Arrington Maiden, he's got it going got it going each week over the last two weeks he takes care of the football he's not scared to take chances and make bold decisions uh and so you know that's a good sign for the cougars i mean when you had when you lost a guy like marquise collins you know there were there were some question marks and and they've really provided some answers the last two weeks of course they have a bye week this week before they start district play next week uh aj tisdale though i mean He's really become the X factor of this team all the way around. Committed to Wisconsin, know he's a really talented player. Uh, he 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 has really seen his role grown a ton this year. I mean, he had a touchdown on offense last week. He had a kickoff return for a touchdown to start the second half. He had an interception. I mean, he is so valuable to their team in general. So. You know, he's a guy that they're going to continue to lean on and need to have big games as they get into the season. You know, the question I have now is, can they keep it rolling and really get into that rhythm and maintain that preseason contender role on a state level that they had coming into the year, uh, even though, you know, at the beginning it was kind of a tough loss? Can they, can they, can they continue to find their way and make it going and as of now, you know, it kind of looks like they, they might they'd probably be able to do it at least pretty well. So, you know. All right. Last game we're going to recap from last week. Allen Academy beat St. Joe's 60-14. to You know, this, Jake, this was another surprise for me. Not because Allen won, but because they won so big. I mean, they mercy ruled the Eagles with like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, big night from the Field Brothers. Aiden Field, 181 yards, three touchdowns. Little brother Brock had 110 yards and a touchdown. You know what's what's crazy too is that this game was 22 to 14 at halftime. I think. I mean, Allen just went to work in the second half. It didn't look back. So you know that's a that's a big win for Coach Adams and company. You know that was a game we talked a lot about last yeah. week. Is Hey, this is a rivalry game. Like they've got, they've had some good games recently. You know, could be another good one. Um, and and Allen just really went out and and got a good good win. I mean, St. Joe's they're a good team too. I mean, they're gonna be able to bounce back. But Allen, I mean, they're they're really starting to to get it rolling uh, here this season. Yeah, I mean, um, St. Joe's has been what the district champ two years in a row. Mm -hmm. uh, Maybe even longer, but I know at least the last two years for sure. So I'm kind of interested to see where both teams, kind of a tra trajectory for both of them, where they go from here. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this segment of the podcast. Coming up next, 
We got rudder coach Eric Izar in studio talking all things Ranger football. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Brazos Sports Preps cast, everyone. Joining us now, first time ever we've had a coach in studio. We're joined by Rudder head coach Eric Ezar. Coach, it's great to see you. How are you doing this morning? Well, I'm, I'm honored to be the first coach, you know, on the podcast, so I'm excited about it. The prep cast, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you guys had a big week last week getting your first win of the season over Elgin. You know, when, when, you, when you've gone back and you looked at it, you know, what would you like about the win and how good was it just to get that first victory of the season? Well, you know, it was really good. I think, you know, last year we kind of got in a long winning streak and, you know, it was the pressure of the playoffs trying to make it. Maybe we didn't enjoy it as much as maybe, you know, you got to win the next one, got to win the next one. So, you know, we have a lot of young kids this year. You know, we were having our little, we have like a spaghetti dinner on Thursdays and we call for the sophomores. We got like 12 sophomores and we got like three freshmen on the varsity. So we have a young team. And just, you know, I told them before the game about just go out and have fun. I mean, this football is a great game. You know, don't put the pressure on yourself. Go out and have fun, you know, uh, and just enjoy it. And we talked about, uh, you know, just having that situation. You never know. It could always be your last. And so, you know, they went out and, and played well and, and, and got a win. And so we very you know, very much enjoyed getting that victory under our belt. And a lot of those kids, it was their, you know, first varsity win. And coach, I wanted to ask about. Uh, we've talked about him before. You and I have uh, Xavier Ramirez. Right. He's one of your few uh, upperclassmen. Right. Quarterback. Uh, he had a pretty solid game Friday. Didn't have a single turnover. Uh, how have you kind of seen him progress from, you know, where he was at the start to where he is now? Well, you know, he's making a lot of really good decisions, and you know, he was very productive as far as you know. I think he was like seventy percent passing. Uh, made a lot of good decisions, didn't try to go, you know, he, he took some chances when he, he had the right coverage. And so that's what I was really uh, proud of him in that situation. You know, they were trying to really double Kevin Holmes and and uh, they were playing a guy on top, a guy underneath. But, you know, in times where that they rotated and go, okay, hey, maybe they won't see it if we could rotate to one-on-one, he was able to find Kevin for some big plays. Uh, so that I thought that was really good. They, you know, it's good to have six, five receivers because, you know, you get those safeties kind of playing over the top and, that was kind of their plan, which gave us the really the run game a little bit and some stuff underneath. You know, it's it's no doubt Jaquise Martin. He's a versatile right. player for you guys, especially on offense. You know, as he as he's getting a bigger role this season, how are you really seeing him grow his game? Well, you know, he's he's grown a whole lot, and you know, he's still not a hundred percent. He's a really a tough kid. He's got a little turf toe that he's been fighting for like probably the last two to three weeks. So <laughs> he's at about eighty percent. So I mean, we're just trying to get that thing well because. You know, uh, I, I want to see the, the Lamborghini right now. He's he's just a, you know, uh, a GT Mustang, you know. So <laughs> we're, we're waiting for the, the Lamborghini to come out. But, uh, you know, he's just been real tough and playing with some injuries and, and been real proud of him. Uh, you know, he, he he's, you know, to think he's just a sophomore is pretty special. I had I had turf toe once upon a time, and so I, I feel where Jaquise is at. That is, <laughs> that is no joke. It, it's tough, and it doesn't really get too much better. And so, you know, he's... He knows that we've been kind of watching him in practice and he's been communicating with us like oh it's pretty sore so we back off a little bit and, but uh you know he's just he can do so many things and so uh, you know, he's so important to us that you know we're just trying to be sure that he's going to be okay right and i want to talk about the defensive side of the ball a little bit too uh, i think they allowed less than 250 yards last week uh you know where have you kind of seen them grow as a unit 
what areas have you seen them growing? Well, you know, Coach George is our coordinator, and he's done a fantastic job. I mean, again, you know, we I don't mean to keep harping on we got young guys, but, you know, we, we thought we were good tacklers until we played Willis and we didn't tackle anybody. And so Coach George spent a lot of time on just fundamentals of tackling. And you could really see it the last two weeks of them getting better tackling. And, you know, if they throw a ball, a bubble out in the flat, we're able to go out there and make a good tackle. We're not missing. And, you know, but we did schedule hard those first two games. Not that Elgin. Elgin was a good football team. But, I mean, you know, we scheduled some two tough teams that kind of got us, you know, here's what the speed's going to look like in the playoffs, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it made us kind of find our weaknesses and, and you know, having a chance to kind of shore those up have been good. And then uh – you know, I got to ask, too, about one more guy on the defense, a uh, little, little preview for Friday, right. uh, Jaden Williams. Uh, you know, what, what do you think, uh, just how special is he on the defense? What kind of player oh, is he man. for the he, unit? He, he's just a freak, and I'm hoping all these D1 coaches are going to come in and start maybe offering him. He's got some D2 offers, and, uh, you know, he is just a, I mean, he's six, really everything you want, 6'4", he's got good feet. Uh, tough kid, and I, I love his character. I mean, he is just a yes sir, no sir kid, makes good grades. Um, you know, he's just kind of that mild giant. You know, you see him, uh, you know, outside of the football field, and he's just one of the nicest kids you'd ever want to meet. And so, very, very proud of Jaden. He's, he's been, uh, you know, he's been a blessing to have. So, you guys, you're closing non district play this week at Colleen Chaparral New School, right? Right, right. Correct. Yeah, you know. What are you really hoping to see from your guys in this final non-district game before, you know, the wins and losses? I mean, they really start to count when you get into district play. Well, you know, you just want to go out and tune up. Uh, they run that slot T, which is a little bit different. Uh, so it's going to be something that we're going to have to be, you know, Coach Allen Hare is the coach over there, and he was actually at Salado and uh, did a tremendous job down there. And so, you know, you got a real good coach uh, there. So it makes you a little nervous playing those guys because they're looking for their first win and something that they can hang their hat on. So you get a little nervous playing guys like like that but uh you know really we just want to go out there and take care of business get a win and you know just with our kids it's just kind of you know getting in that winning you know I, i'm kind of superstitious about stuff just you know this is when we win this is what we do and you just keep rolling with it and uh you know that's just we, we've got that the elgin win and so now we want to move on and hopefully beat you know colleen and you know hopefully move that into lamar and just kind of start that winning streak well before we let you go Last year, EJ was a guy that we talked a lot about, of course, being right. your senior quarterback. Can we just get a little update on how he's doing? He's doing good. Uh, he's up at uh, Missouri S&T. Uh, he did get redshirted. Okay. And so uh, he was actually on the sideline uh, last Friday night, kind of helped me out. Hey, you probably need to run this or you know, run that. So it was kind of neat to have uh, him on the sideline. Uh, he, he, he'll he be back in Missouri this week. They got a home game, so he'll he'll get a chance to, I guess they let him suit out and stand on the sideline. So he's a red shirt. But I try to tell my guys all the time, you know, you know, college is a business. And so, you know, I think there's seven quarterbacks or eight quarterbacks. And, you know, he's trying to figure out where he, he fit, fits in that mix. So, uh, you know, a long way from home. So it's just one of those things. Just, hey, focus on the academics. That's what's, you know, most important that you get you some college paid for. So that's that's kind of where we are now. <laughs> for sure. Hey, always great to hear about where guys that are from here are going and what right. they're doing. So, well, you know, and uh, just, you know, uh, Marcus Hurd is doing a great job at Davidson. He's getting to right. actually play a little bit, uh, return to kick, I think, like 40, 50 yards. Um, so we're real proud of him. And, and then uh, Lyndon uh, Williams right now is, is at Navarro. He got redshirted too. So, you know, proud of those guys, uh, you know, getting their college uh, paid for and getting a chance to, you know, get some good things done. All right. Well, Coach, thanks for taking a few minutes of your day to join us. Uh, we really appreciate it. 
Well, thank you, guys. I, I'm, I'm just honored to be the first first in studio, so should be sure you mark that down. I need a plaque over there. Coach, you yeah, the first yeah. one. And hey, I, won't I, be I the last, okay. hopefully, either. Okay, <laughs> good deal. I'll come back anytime. Awesome. All right, we'll be back for our final segment here on the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. back it's our final segment it's three games to watch jake let's start local but they're on the road brazos christian at central texas christian friday night i don't have a time it's either seven or seven thirty we'll check the u.com for the kickoff time i forgot to include it on my show notes but jake yeah uh brazos christian i mean they smoked the village last week 45 to zero uh really impressive win for them uh you know now they go on the road it's going to be a good test against the team, uh, you know, in Central Texas Christian. You know, Central Chris, Texas Christian lost to Milano last week, but, you know, they're ranked one spot behind the Eagles uh, in the TAPS Division Four rankings. So that'll be kind of interesting to see where bo- what both teams look like in this matchup. Uh, you know, someone I want to give a quick little shout-out to is Ryan Burton, wide receiver, defensive back. He had a big game uh, for Brazos Christian. He kind of did it all for him. Uh, I don't have a stats just off the top of my head because there were so many, but he had, you know, punt return, he ran the ball, uh, caught a couple passes. I think he had maybe caught a couple, and he had a touchdown too, maybe maybe two touchdowns. Uh, he's been a big playmaker for them. So I'm interested to see what uh, Ryan and uh, Brazos Christian, uh, just the whole team can do this week. Uh, it's going to be a good game. Well, game number two, Bonafide Banger Alert down in 2A. And who is it? Of course, it's Centerville. They're playing Mart at home Friday night, 7.30 p.m. Big one down in the 2A ranks, like I said. The Tigers, they're number nine in 2A Division One. The Panthers are number two, 2A Division Two. Centerville, they've had a very challenging non-district slate. That's no question. Uh, they went on the road to Crawford a couple weeks ago, lost there by two touchdowns, came back last week, though, and beat Teague. Um, this game against Mart, I mean... If you know anything about small school football around here in Central Texas, you know Mart, they are a powerhouse and always a contender down at that 2A level just south of Waco. They've been outscoring their opponents by an average of 54 to 4. So, you know, points could be at a premium for that Centerville offense, but if we know anything about Centerville, they've got the guys to to make it make it interesting, give Mart a run for their money, give them a give them a good chance to win. Uh, this will probably be Centerville's biggest test yet. Maybe. I mean, Crawford, that's a really, really good team. I would say it's probably about on par in terms of difficulty now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but needless to say, this is going to be a great game. Uh, you know, Centerville, probably a little more battle-tested than Mart is this season, given that close loss on the road to Crawford. Um, this is a game the Tigers... They, they, they would really like to win and really need to win just to, I think, give them that confidence of, hey, we can compete with a team of this caliber. 
knowing that, all right, down the road, if we want to make a deep playoff run, we're going to have to go through a, some pretty good teams in that East Texas Region 3. I mean, Timpson, that's a team that they're definitely going to have to go through probably, and they're number one at 2A Division One right now. So, you know, big game Friday night over in Leon County for the Tigers. Uh, should be a good one. Well, in the pasture of pain, Jake, <laughs> like that. you need to you need to learn this one. I, say, I like that. This yeah, one is at the before. pasture of pain. Never heard that. Cameron before. Yo <laughs> at Belleville Friday at seven thirty. Okay, this is going to be a really good game between. It's a cross division game too. Belleville at Class Four A. Cameron Yo at Class Three A. Yeah, uh, Cameron Yo. You know, I, I picked him in my picks column last week. Uh, didn't didn't work out, but it was close. Uh, Cameron Yo pushed Waco Connolly to the brink. I think Waco Connolly had a comeback at the end. Uh, it was forty five forty was the final. So mm-hmm. it kind of was a shootout there. Another one where if you like points, you like that game. Uh, you know, now they got Belleville. Um, also, maybe think I picked the <laughs> talked about the Belleville and Navasota game in right. my picks column as well. Because uh, you know Navasota, we've talked about them a couple weeks here now you know uh kind of a big game for them another big test for them against belleville uh belleville came away with a 35 to 0 win over navasota uh you know so it'll be interesting to see kind of where both teams are at this week um you know cameron we know they can put points on the board uh, they throw the ball real well so it'll be interesting to see what they can do there um I'd like to see the defense maybe step up uh it kind of seems like every game you know when you look at the score or we get stats Seems like it's like always a shootout. So I'm interested to see what uh, their defense can do this week against uh, Belleville and where really where just both teams are uh, this week. All right. For any Cameron fans out there possibly listening to the podcast or any other high school fans listening to the podcast that are going down to this game, be sure you got to stop at the Belleville Meat Market and get the sweet Chipotle sausage. That stuff is incredible. So shameless plug to the Belleville Meat Market. Man, I, I kind of want to go out there now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get this is our mission: get Jake to Belleville by the end of the year. Yeah, pasture of pain, mean market. Like, man, I might, I might take a trip out there. Hey, they got a castle out near Belleville too. So, man, you're, I'm, I'm kind of want to go out there. Yeah, I, I might have, <laughs> I might get in my car right now after we finish and go out there. All right. Well, next week maybe we'll get a review from Jake Weiss <laughs> on the Belleville Meat Market and the pasture of pain. But that's gonna do it for this episode of the Brazos Sports Prepscast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just check theeagle.com for all your coverage of high school football here in the Brazos Valley. For Jake Weiss, I'm Alex Miller. We'll see you next week.